Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Quota Podcast. Uh, that is us. That is our name. Um, this is your number one South African cricket podcast. Um, this week we had a very special week because a lot of players we've interviewed um, on the show. Neil Brandt, Dane Patterson, um, Dan was Dane Pete, um, are all in action. For the projects, um, getting either some of their caps back or whatever it is. Um, we've also got guys like Sean von Berg, who we forgot about, um, who is not in action, but he's there, um, as well, who we've interviewed. Um, and so it's it's an interesting uh, time. And if you want to go back, you can access all those. You can access and you can follow us on X uh, on the Full Quota Pod um, or subscribe to One World Sports Radio YouTube channel, which has all the videos. Um, that of all the cricketers that we've interviewed, some are in New Zealand, others are helping teams in the SA20. And then on top of that, if you're an audio person, you can go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Apple Podcast, a full quarter podcast written out like that. You'll find us um, and have a clear listen. Please do uh, review, send us your comments, send us everything, um, what you think and what we can improve as we go along. It's been an interesting week in South African cricket. We've had the men's test team start a test match while players are playing in the SA20. Um, normally when the national men's team plays, everything stops. Um, so that was an interesting uh, time. And then on top of that, we've had the SA women play in their first ODI. They didn't do that well. And then we've also had the SA19. We're going to talk about that before we do anything. Tim, how are you doing? Despite Liverpool getting thrashed uh, last, <laughs> night, last night, I don't want to bring right. it up. No, I don't no, want to bring I, it I, up. I gotta bring it up. Um, uh, yeah, despite that result, I'm doing all right. Can Jurgen Klopp coach our women's team? Uh, we might need, <laughs> you know, some, 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 some gig and press in there in 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 New Zealand. But let's start with what's happened this week. So this week we have the South African women. In Australia, they were playing their first ODI of the tour. Um, it's a three-match ODI series as well. South Africa, um, South Africa, let's check in the summary. I think they won the toss and chose to bat first. And it was a disaster. A disaster of all proportions. They got bowled off out of five. Worst thing that could happen is Marizan Cup retiring. Hurt, she scored only 50 it looked like a, the scorecard looks like a telephone box. The only other player to score in double figures was Nadine DeClack with 18 and Chloe Tryon with 10. South Africa got to 105. And then Australia came back and demolished. Um, they won by eight wickets. They got to the winning runs in the 19th wicket. So they won by eight wickets and 176 balls remaining. Tim, I know the... I'm not... I'm really worried, and this is it. And it's always been about the batting with me. In as much as the bowling is important and you need to take wickets, it comes down to the batting, especially for the approaches women, because you can bat yourselves out of any situation, no matter how bad your bowling lineup is or not, or not that good. If because obviously they're missing Shubnam, but you can't give your bowlers 105 runs and think that they can win the game from there. Something fundamentally is wrong with the batting lineup. After Tasman and 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 Laura Volfart, if they don't give you a start or a platform, you don't get much outside of Chloe Tran and Marazan Cup. And you, then the question is obviously your three and your four, and also someone at seven. And this team just is underwhelming with the bat, and that's my worry um, throughout the season, even going into Test matches, because the longer the game becomes, the more glaring. The, the the disparities are uh, with this team. It's it's like the, the Pretoria Capitals. It's exactly <laughs> that's what it is. If Wall Jacks and Full Salt don't come off, they don't score runs. We've got exactly the same problem. Despite mm. the fact that we know the quality of Marazan Camp is, if those two girls at the top don't score runs, we don't make runs. We don't we don't, we don't uh, not only win, we don't make runs. And that is that. That's a huge problem. Um, yeah. If there's one thing that you thought that could possibly happen because the wickets in Australia are 
consistent. You know what the ball is going to do in Australia. It was that we might score some runs. We've got mm-hmm. we've got girls there that can they can, they can that can actually score runs if they get themselves in. Fifty overs is a long time to bat. Yeah. The fact and the fact that they didn't do that in that game, that taught us nothing. That that result. Yeah. Nothing you got to give all. yourself a chance, and they've got another ODI on Wednesday. Um, you just hope for a better showing. You just got to give yourself a chance. Um, try use up all the fifty overs. I think when Marzan got injured, um, people are using that as an excuse. Look at that batting card. The card. It's just not it. I'm just sad that um, my I'm 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 a fan of Alana King. Um, as you know, I'm a fan of all leg spinners. So just throw them my way. Um, she just spun a web around South Africa. And so there isn't much to, to, to be happy about in Australia. They have the second game coming through um, on Wednesday as the ice cream truck passes me. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get uh, – hopefully it'll be a better show. We just need about a 2.30, Then We can then talk about why the bowlers are missing an out-and-out pacer. Give let us have that discussion because I think yeah. from a batting perspective we've got guy we've got girls and ladies who can bat well but it's just a situation of putting them in the right position right I like Marzana for I think she gives you that Jacques Carlos esque um, type of, of 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 role with an all rounder and it allows you to have an extra batter so use it right but outside of that also is there something fundamentally wrong or off with our batters we've been talking about bowling the whole time the only question i'm having is what are we what interventions are being put in to ensure that the produce women um have a uh what would you say uh, have the best chance of succeeding i know in the in the and then the next game we're going to talk about the men's now but they're talking about this little tomato little structure um that can create pitches for all types of conditions in New Zealand and all the New Zealand professionals are using it um, during the winter. Maybe it might be something that we need to consider, um, but we have sun all year round. So it's just about, you know, trying to get our, our ladies playing high quality opposition. And the ladies who are doing well are the ones who are playing the big bashes, the, the hundreds and all of these tournaments. And you want, uh, except for Tasman, but Tasman's going to get her shot now. You want the others to kind of step up and do the same. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's that's, that's um, sad news to start off with, but we've got better news coming along. We're going to go to the SA Under-19. Um, this week they came up against Sri Lanka. There was another game earlier in the week which they won, but they came up against Sri Lanka in a must-win game with incredible proportions because the Super 6 is very weird. Um, I don't know how we are in the, ge- in the semis, but we haven't played Australia, but they're in our group. It's uh, the math's not mathing, but it's fine. Um, it's okay. Um, they played Sri Lanka. Um, Gwenamapaka came through, but to start off with, Luandre Petoris and Steve Stark at the top. You kind of feel like um, the Pretoria Capitals needed Steve Stark, and the Paul Royals, who are on a four-game losing streak, would have loved to have Luandre Petoris as well as Gwenamapaka in their team right now. Um, Londres scored 71 in that game. Um, Steve scored 22 of 17. And you had, and there were the opening partnership of 63. Um, the middle order still bothers me, but that low order is filing. Um, Ramash and Pele got 27, Riley Norton on 41 to get to 40, 232. So it was a rear guard action with this team. But Gwenamak Parker, 6 for 21. It's his third uh, five wicked more haul. In the World Cup, uh, I think it's fourth in two World Cups. Uh, he's one of the he's got a record for that now in international cricket. And he's, I'm not gonna compare him to Kahiso, but I'd love for him and Kahiso to bowl together next year, um, in a test match and have them just bring the fire or even an ODI. But I'd love them to bring the fire because this kid is levels above anyone in his age group and we've seen with them winning the with them winning the one day cup um the division two one day cup that they he has it even more against guys he's going to be joining once this tournament ends and so yeah i'm excited for them they play india on 
tomorrow in Benoni. Tomorrow. So, yeah, in a World Cup semi-final, the last time we were in a World Cup semi-final was when? 10 years ago. So, I don't know, but we might have a team on our hands here, Tim. I'm just glad we're not playing Australia. That's all, that's all uh, I'm saying. Because those kids are also gonna... very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, yeah, it, it, what has happened with that other Latin side is there's been small improvements as the tournament has gone on. That's mm. That's been the key for me. Um, the fact that the, the batters now are not all clicking, but they are fighting. Mm-hmm. They're fighting for yeah. their wicket. They're not giving giving it away. Um, I think pe- people like Riley Norton is becoming a, a very, very uh, interesting cricketer. I think he is a, a real sort of all-round package um, yeah. for the team. Um, so, yeah, look, it's all in the right direction. The team is improving. More players are contributing. But if we're going to win it... We're winning it because of Mbaka. There is no doubt, no doubt about that. If we <laughs> you go all the way to, to blast everybody if, out. If we go win all the way, it's going to be Quena that's going to going to going to win it for us. There's no doubt about that. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's good. Good. All good. Yeah. Riley took the other four wickets in that game, so Quena took six. Riley took four. So yeah, we we have something. Good luck to Coach Mali. Um, Malibonga Maketa and uh, Captain John James in the semi-final tomorrow will be watching eagle-eyed, hoping that you guys make it through in a place I called Son of My Sorrow. But it won't be; it'll be the son of India's sorrows tomorrow. Um, next uh, topic of discussion is oh, in what happened this week. South Africa finally made it to New Zealand, and the first ball was bold, and we all looked at each other, going. This could be quite interesting because Tepo Mureki took a wicket on the first ball um, on, in his debut, which is always amazing. And then um, Dane Patterson gave us those lovely trademark out, out swinging, out swingers that caught the edge. And then we were like, okay, we're in business here. And then ensued probably the worst eight hours of cricket those guys will ever um, experience when they, you know, when they say this is test cricket, those guys experienced it live and and with so much drama with that mammoth partnership between Ravindra and uh, Kane Williamson. Um, but now obviously New Zealand have bowled out for 511 because Captain Neil Brunt became a superstar spinner. The one we know who he is. Like he's an all-rounded ball spin. We're happy for him and I thought maybe they would have wanted to have uh, Dane Pete, but I guess Neil Brunt kind of fit the mold for, for the spinning options there. And now South Africa 80 for four, chasing leather, lots and lots of runs behind. Tim, initial thoughts of the first two days, and then we'll go through how they can win. So, um, I, I, I thought for the most part the bowlers fought hard. Um, I, that, that was the area of concern for me, was the bowling. That was um, slightly too light-hearted. And that's like, mm. light, light in terms of pace. That's what it missed. But this first two sessions, it was evens. Honestly, the first two sessions mm. on day one, it was evens. One twenty-five for two, I think. Um, yeah, even even the, very it, good. It, it, even the commentator said on another day they could have four or five here. There were plenty of plays and misses. But as you say, Test cricket is Test cricket, and when you get a chance, you got to take it. The mm. Kane Williamson drop when he was mm. on forty-five by oh, anymore. No, that was it. That was the moment. That was the moment to put pressure on a decent, uh, on, a, on a good New Zealand side, mm-hmm. but their, their mood swings with Kenny Williamson. Kenny Williamson fails. Things are a bit, a bit more tricky when that happens. So if that yeah. happens, anything could have happened. I thought Mariki, I thought Deswat, and I thought Patterson bowled really well at those first two sessions. Or if they're less side. But the, the, the other mm. three, I thought they bowled. They stuck to their guts. You didn't yes. get those wickets. You didn't get those wickets. That mm. last session was always going to happen. That was always yeah. going to happen. You don't get those wickets. You pay the price. And then it's just one-way traffic from there. Um, we, fought, we, fought better, we fought again today. We fought again with the ball. Uh, I thought, you know... We never really gave up. 
Um, I think I think it was Brighton said on day one we're not going to give up. That's that's clear. Mm. At the bar, at the, at the batting, the reason that that happened, the reason that those wickets happened, is because they were in the fields for ten hours. That and the extra yard of pace, Matt Henry and Jamison, instead of mm. being one twenty-five, are one thirty-five to forty. That extra bit of pace makes all the difference. The batsman has less time to play his shots, less time to get into position. That that makes a huge difference to us. Yeah. The other thing I saw that I I, I was surprised they didn't adjust to was the length. Uh, I thought they were bowling slightly shorter. Um, than what they were supposed to, and I think was confirmed with New Zealand's innings, where New Zealand were bowling a lot fuller um, and were able to get wickets. And and I thought that we would try and push the boundaries, especially a guy like Duan, would try and push it up there. doesn't matter if you get hit for four, but give yourself a chance of getting an edge or bringing in your catches, right? And and and, and for me, that, that was the one thing. But I took heart from the fact that they bowled them out um, and they fought hard um, and, and they just kept on going. Um, I just... And the, and the thing for me, and this is going to go to um, the, the the batting, and we just need a bat for tomorrow. Bat the whole of day three. Um, give yourself a chance at drawing this match. We like I think the win is a is 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 a tough possibility, but give yourself a chance at drawing this match. Get through the follow on. Bat as deep as possible. And the guys who are in there right now have the ability to bat. They're betting and batted very responsibly. And I, and, I, and I enjoyed that a lot. Zubair Hamza, to a certain extent, he got an unlucky one with the ball popping up. But that kind of gives you this indication of how New Zealand are bowling, right? They're willing to give the ball some flight. They're willing to be a little bit more aggressive against the South African Tigers. And I thought some of our field placings weren't as aggressive. I thought Neil Brunt was very conservative very quickly, um, even when you're chasing leather. When you already have a 150-run partnership, another four is not going to hurt you. So put in the catcher, right? Give yourself a chance to take a wicket, but he'll learn. It's his first game. He's doing. He's 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 got no one to lean on, um, apart from obviously KP, who's been in the setup before. But he's a youngster. There's no um, prime old protea who could have been there to help them. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, and yeah, because I think if Dean's there, and I said it, if Dean's there, this doesn't happen. Dean's there, they're out for about 350. Not because he's going to be bowling them out, but I think he gives, he would have given a different spin on the captaincy. And I also do think the composition of the side would have been a lot different. I think, I think Rwanda Swart is a very good cricketer, and I think everyone can see that. I, I really enjoyed him bowling. I uh, thought he was quite unlucky. Um, but to a certain extent, uh, 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 a Duan is 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 a shadow of himself, and the other question, obviously, going with a frontline spinner, that kind of changes because now you've got obviously you're bat. We bat to eight, it seems, because Clive Fortain can bat right, and he's number eight. So yeah, you know, so you kind of were like, okay, should I kind of get what you're trying to do? Uh, but then the question was, why didn't you bat first? Give yourself a chance of getting into the game, giving yourself a chance at batting through, and giving your bowlers an opportunity to. To, to settle in, but I thought he, I think they went the other way where they were trying to get their batters to settle in. They had six debutants, and yeah, so we'll see about that, Tim. I think for us, it's it's just getting through tomorrow, getting through tomorrow, session by session. Bettingham seems like he's there, he's going to be there for a while, and so I'm, I'm happy about that. Keegan Peterson, also, you kind of got a sense that he has a job to do, and and those are the two approaches who New Zealand would have faced anyway. So let's see if they can't um, actually, you know, do something, right? Because if they can score 200 runs, we can score 200 runs too. Well, the partnership, but you get you get my drift. Um, yes, and and it'll be interesting to see how everyone just swap bats here um, in, in that in that in that in that middle order as well. So um, all's not lost. Um, the draw's still on the cards. You just need to. Find a way to get to 200 and 311. That's what you need to do. So yeah. there needs to be a big, big partnership tomorrow to kind of take us there. If we can get over that follow online, you have them batting in again. You can get them out cheaply, and then you can regroup and see if you can't get a target that's 300 or so, and then you can play from there. Um, and yeah. then if, if it needs be, I back this team to bat out the final day if they need to bat down the hatches and 
and hold on. And 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 to a certain extent, you saw that spirit of never giving up. I think that's what's going to happen uh, today because they they came out to bat like that. It's just, yeah, as you say, it's it's just a little bit quicker. It's too. It's just and and to a certain extent, that's like what, okay. So where's Luto Sipamla? I know he had his injury issues. If we had a guy like Luto in the side, would it have been different? Um, because he can bowl the 131 40, can push it. He's the one of the guys who, are, who is available. Ogusetele. I understand Duan's a former project, but Duan has is a shell of himself. And you can see it this season in four day cricket. He's it's 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 like everyone's figured him out. Um, he came with tricks, they got him lots of wickets. Now it's just like, well, you're just you're just a guy who plays in county cricket at 130 because someone told him that he doesn't need a ball at 140. Whoever that person was needs to, yeah. Yeah, there's serious conversations that we had. Okay, let's go to SA20. Um, we had an interesting week this week. I'm just going to run through the SA20 results as they come. So the first game was last week Sunday. Look at the bottom of the screen. Last week Monday, the MI Cape Town played um, the Joburg Super Kings. That was a rain-affected game. It was shortened um, to about eight overs. MI Cape Town scored 80 for three. Um, they were rain affected, but then the Joburg Super Kings had to score 96, 90 to win, and they did that with a plum. They opened with uh, Lewis Deploy and, 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 and Faf Duplessis. Faf started a week um, of runs by getting 50, um, and Lewis Deploy got 41. It's interesting because obviously now Reza Hendricks, Tim, um, is now being shoved down the order, and we saw that later this week as well. Yeah, it's the right. Uh... It's the right way to go about it for, for the Jobbik Super Kings. There are a couple of teams that uh, got their team correct. And I think that's largely what's put uh, the JSK into the playoffs. Getting, yep. that, getting, that, getting that 11th right. Playing Wayne Madsen as well. Uh, I, I called it a couple of weeks before mm-hmm. before they got there. They got there in the end eventually. It just solidifies that, that, that batting order. And it's made, made the difference. Yes, it, it has made the difference, and they needed Pretoria Capitals to go on a catastrophic run, and you could say they did, and it started on Tuesday when they played the Durban Super Giants. The Capitals batted first, they scored 166 for nine. Then the Durban Super Giants um, managing to get, uh, no, the Durban Super Giants batted first, and they scored 174 for nine. But Capitals could only get to 166 for nine. That was the Junior Dollar game against his former team. Um, Junior Dollar, well, he's a Titans man. He got five for 26 in a very surprising performance because everyone was surprised that he was on the field. Uh, Matthew Briscoe scored 73 or 46. Um, and this then precipitated the, the downward run for the Super Giants. Um, the Joe Wicks uh, Super Kings uh, then went to hosted um, the Sunrise Eastern Cape. It was a horrible game. They just go in back to their old selves. Um, getting bowled out for 78. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the Sunrise is getting 79 for one. Patrick Kruger, three for eight. Dan Wall, three for 20. In a very impressive uh, bowling performance. But the Sunrise Eastern Cape who pushed their way with this into the qualifier and cemented their place in the playoffs alongside Durban's Super Giants. Um, then the next game after that, that was on the 1st of February. Patoa Capitals played a doubleheader against the first of the doubleheader against MI Cape Town. You needed one of these two teams to win both for them to, for either of them to have a chance. They couldn't have split uh, because then it brought the Joburg Super Kings back. But this is how it unfolded. First game in Centurion, MI Cape Town went wild. They scored 248 for four. Ryan Rickleton reminding everybody that. You know, he actually does deserve to be in the America. Um, 90 or 45. Jeff Brevis got 66 or 32. Patoa Capitals couldn't get there. They got 214 for eight. Um, and they lost by 34 runs. Tim, that 90 from Ryan Rickleton was something else. He reminded us all how good he is. Um, should he go to the World Cup at this point in time? Because his tournament's over. So would you be angry if he's not on the plane? At this point, Yes. I, I, I think it's fair to say he's done the business. He was on the phone just before the tournament. Um, I think you've got to, you've got to go with him. I, I really do. Um, and, and, I, and I say that with the proviso, um, 
that a lot of the keepers are doing well at the moment, and the fact that you, Quinton's going, is he not? So he's he's gonna he's gonna go. Um, but when is he it going? Becomes, That's the question. He is. He's going. He's going. Because Quinton's gonna be in America because he only retired from ODIs. Are we are we not talking T Twenty World Cup? Yes, what I'm saying is he's going to the T20 World Cup. The only format he's not playing is is ODI. So that's a question. But obviously he has to tell us if he's available. Yeah, um, so yeah. that's another story for another day. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to the next set of fixtures. Um, so Paul Royals at the bottom of the screen played the Sunrise Eastern Cape in a a battle for number two, as you would call it. And the Sunrisers Eastern Cape came through. They scored 208 for four in Paul. The Paul Rose found themselves 164 for seven, losing by 44 runs. Marco Janssen with a with an, in, an innings of 71, not out of 31. Liam Dawson taking two for 27. That effectively was the second loss for the Paul Rose this week. Um, and it would have led to um, three more losses um, for the uh, two more losses for the Paul Royals. Um, they really did struggle um, in, in, in the final back end of the tournament. Next game was the doubleheader on Saturday, but you had the first one was MI Cape Town against Pretoria Capitals. MI Cape Town needing to win to keep their chances alive, so to Pretoria Capitals. This one went down to the wire, to the final over, and the Pretoria Capitals managing to get through and over the line. Um, yeah, so they Cape Town scored 163 for nine. Um, the Capitals managed to get to 167 for six. Anyone with and Cal Verena helping uh, the Capitals get to that total, which meant that the Capitals needed the Joburg Super Kings to lose in order for them to make it into the playoffs. And that game happened five minutes after this game ended, which was the best TV um, ever because you just move from one to the other and you knew the, 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 equation. the equation was simple for the Joburg Super Kings. It was win, and win did they do? Um, the Joburg Super Kings, uh, Durban Super Giants, batted first in that game. They managed to get to two hundred three for six. There was a point where it looked like it was going to be one ninety. Then we got the Clausen show. Clausen went berserk. Uh, I think he scored forty or fifteen balls um, with Kimo Paul at the other end. It was just raining sixes at the Wanderers, and you just wondered if that was enough to not force the Super Kings to go through. And you also questioned which Super Kings was going to come out. Well, the one that scores runs came out. Um, Favre got 57 of 29, Lester Poe 57 of 47 in a 100-run opening stand. When Matson got 44 of uh, 29, and then it was ended up to Mo and Ali, because um, there was a point where Nur Ahmed took one run off the 17th over, and then Mo and Ali proceeded to uh, score um, a lot. I think they needed 38 off of, they needed, what is it? Uh, I was in the mid-20s um, to, to, to off of 12 balls and they managed to get home um, in, 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 in some fashion, um, hitting sixes everywhere um, around the ground and Donovan Ferreira coming in and having to hit two boundaries to take the Joburg Super Giants home and they did that really well and so that was the end. Oh, not the end. There was one more game. The Paul Rolls in the Sunrise Eastern Cape. Paul needed to win to stop the loss of three games in a row, um, but they didn't because the Sunrise Eastern Cape and Quebec scored 100, and uh, they bowled them out for 159 for seven, and the Sunrise Eastern Cape got to 165 for five. Patrick Kruger, 26 of seven. During his value in this tournament, especially coming in as, a, as an injury reserve, Neil Bartman took two for 33. He's been phenomenal in this tournament. And the Paul Royals going to the playoffs with four losses in a row. And Tim, this week was 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 fascinating. I think the playoffs week or the final week of, of regular season in the SA20 is just always dramatic. And it gave us some drama, even though we had three teams solidified for the um for the for the playoffs by the time we got to the weekend. Well the that's because there was something to play for in every single game except for the last game. So yeah. every single game mattered in a sense. Yes, okay, they were they were through to the playoffs, but where they were gonna play in the playoffs, who they were gonna play in the playoffs was still mm. in question. Um and, and that's me one of the 
the fantastic things about the competition. That every game, bar one, yeah. has meant something, has played for something, has mattered. No dear drabbers. Uh, we're not having. We're not playing a a twelve team tournament with seven hundred and fifty games over three months, <laughs> where there's just loads of dear drabbers all over the show. Yeah, um, um, I, I, just, I, get you, I, I get your hint. I get your hint. All I strong. say is, I just hope it stays this way. That's all. Because I hear yeah. rumors of expansion. And just I two just more teams. Tim. We just need two more teams. That's all. Um, uh, but so, anyway, uh, the table, final table, Sunrise Eastern Cape finishes at the top with a really, really great week um, last week, having and then it ended up only losing two games and one washout, Durban Super Giants. Uh, finishing in second, um, but sadly there's no advantage to winning to, to coming first, um, and the only advantage is coming in the top two, and that's you getting a chance at the qualifier and also another chance um, in the second qualifier. Um, coming in number three were the Paul Rocks. They were so good for the first part of the season. They went five in a. They went six wins in a row, and uh, well, five wins in a row, and then they proceeded to lose. Uh, well, they went was it five and one. And then they proceeded to lose the last four matches. They are, they should be very worried wherever they are. Then the best of the rest, the Joburg Super Kings, uh, coming through um, in the table uh, is that fourth uh, eliminator spot. Uh, and then you have five and six being the Capitals and MI Cape Town. And uh, Tim, what went wrong for the Capitals and what went wrong for MI Cape Town? Okay, so uh, let's go to my town. Let's go to my home boys. My homeboys got it all wrong in terms of team selection, in mm-hmm. terms of captain. I thought, I thought, uh, particularly the back end when it started to get nitty gritty. I thought yeah. Pollard's captaincy was very poor. Um, he was playing people but not bowling them. So he was playing Van Heerden, who was a bowler, and yeah. he didn't bowl. Made no sense. Then in the must-win game, he plays Thomas Kaber, who has been magnificent. He's been arguably one of the finds of the tournament, not just or not just of my Cape Town. And he doesn't and bowl. And he doesn't bowl him. Yeah. Um the over the, the constant selection of Liam Livingston. Now Liam Livingston in MSL was a revelation. He was magnificent. That's why he came back and and it made sense. But his constant selection when he was failing time and time again made no sense. So Yeah. I got a combination of things. Over at the Capitals, the Capitals, the constant selection of that middle order, sticking with that middle order of Tennis De Bruyne, Riley Rousseau, and who was the third one? I can't think of the third one. Uh, my mind escapes me. But all... Oh, Colin Ingram. Colin Ingram. Yes. Uh, they played the majority of the games throughout the tournament. He eventually got rid of Colin Ingram, but too little, too little, too late for me. Um, you're playing guys who yeah. one we have we spoken about before. He plays no cricket, tennis to break, no cricket at mm-hmm. all for 12 months. This is what he plays. Then you've got Riley and Colin, great cricketers. They've come to the Just end. Just horrible. They've come to the end. Form, looking very they've, old. They've, they've come to the end. They've come to the end. This is this is the end. They shouldn't return. Um, they should have gone with. Look, I understand they would have they would have played stock if he was available, and I understand that. But we, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Michael Pretoria stuck getting a game throughout mm. the tournament made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, so, it is. And and Matthew Bowes getting a limited. Um, opportunity, even though he also is an all-rounder, can actually bat in the top six. Um, it was just, I, I just, I didn't get their, 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 their selections, right? And, 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 and if you look at how the Joburg Super Kings ended up, they were like, okay, cool. The Joburg Super Kings, they couldn't find someone to replace Reza, even though Reza wasn't batting well. What they ended up doing was pushing up Les Duploy, who was the batter on form, to bat with Faf, who we thought was getting old, but Oh no, we were so wrong. Um, and then bringing in Wayne Matson for Makanya and, and Ronan Hardman sitting on the bench. They really like the, the JSK really did try. And then Moen Ali and and, De, De, uh, and and for Donovan Ferreira 
were as advertised. You know, Moeen, you know, had some massive shots in that final game. And Donovan Ferreira just obviously he struggled, but he managed to get the important runs. And there was a there was a game I think he scored a a, fi- a fifty um, off of like twenty balls because that's who he is. That's how de- deadly he is. And and it's just putting in the guys who are on form. And I think for Petura Capitals, there were so many guys who were not on form in that in that tournament, and it couldn't happen. For in my Cape Town, I was really swar- I was really sad because obviously that opening partnership of Rossi and 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 Ryan Rickleton was it. It it, it yeah. gives you the foundation. That, yeah. After that, it just fell off a cliff. Um, and even from a bowling perspective, like Thomas Caber, incredible season. Like bowled super nicely. Really, really awesome. Surprising a few teams. Guys haven't faced him before. That's that all surprise element. But you couldn't you you you, you couldn't do it. And it, it was those captaincy moments that you spoke about. So it's quite sad, um, but MI Cape Town second playoffs missed in the SA Twenty. They just don't know playoffs. Um, they've got, and, and they've got and they've got and they've and they've gone through two coaches. It's not the coach's yes. fault. It's yeah. recruitment. Recruitment is the issue here, not the coach. Well, look, they're the one team that likes to pre-buy players. You know, they they pre-bought an army, and that army's not working for them anymore. Um, yeah, um, so they need to really think about it. I don't even think a guy like Karen Pollard can play in this tournament no. um, anymore. No. So that's that's something that, that they're going to have to look at, right? So now let's look at the four teams that are in the um, that are in the playoffs. We're going to have a, 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 a fixtures. Oh, let's go through the fixtures. So the four teams that are in playoffs, we start with the qualifier one. Tomorrow, Sunrise Eastern Cape take on Durban Super Giants in Cape Town. Um, Tim, when I look at this game, I see a team, I see two teams who are on form. There's nothing that I can choose between the two teams. They've given us an entertaining game. The only question I want to ask you, will Simon Harmer <laughs> be playing, firstly, but will he be the guy to... Give the Durban Super Giants, send the Durban Super Giants to another qualifier. Or will John John Smuts, who batted really nicely actually in Johannesburg with Vian Mulder, um, be the guy who gets um, the Sunrisers, pushes the Sunrisers to qualify too, and then they sit until Saturday for the final? This is a flip of a coin. Um, both both teams, when we did our prediction, we sort of said, you know, just watch out for these boys. Watch out. Mm. They're. they're there's, there's something cooking at both places for various reasons that that is that is do, do, they're doing well. Um, it could go either way. I'm going to go Sunrisers because I've done it before and also because they are behaving like champions. If you look at yes. the way that they are playing, if you look at the way they're finishing games, they are finishing games as champions. They're finishing games as if games every game matters. I think to watch out for, he was sort of going to be my MVP, but I, th- I think that would be that would have been a stretch. But mm-hmm. I think an unsung hero, particularly the last couple of games, is Liam Dawson. Yes. I think Liam Dawson is going to be very, very important. Um, the way that he defended the 200 the other day was an uh, exceptional piece of bowling. Um, I think somebody like him is going to be very, very important to the sunrises, yeah. But look, as I say, it could go, it could go either way. Um, Clarkson mm-hmm. could win a game on his own. Clarkson can win this game he, on his own with no help at is, all. What I don't get is why they don't want to bring him in earlier. Like, why do we want? Why do you want to go through the whole Vian Mulder, John John Smuts situation when you're two down? Just throw the man in. Give him as many balls as possible. He can play all formats. He's that type of a cricketer. Quite frankly, putting him in at the back end, asking him to do miracles and turn 160s into 200s and three overs is, I think, look, it's a testament to the man, right? But it's the same argument we've always had with Amy de Villiers and, 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 and David Miller. Like coaches just want to hold firepower back. Just hold them back. Hold them back. The man came in the 15th over in Johannesburg. I'm something going for was there in the 10th. He'd have a hundred. I just didn't get it. Like, give the people what they want, DSG. 
We want him to close it. We love the others. I think they're great. They're well played. But imagine if you're yeah. batting with Hanu Klaassen on the other side. Like, oh, yeah. come on. Like, and that's the thing about DSG is like that little lineup, that batting lineup, the movement up and down. I'm not a fan of. But Lance Klusen seems to be onto something. So that's something. That, that's yeah. like that. So then the next game after that will be in Johannesburg. Paul Rawls taking the job with Super Kings. I'm picking the Super Kings here, Tim. Do you know why? Why? Because Paul have lost four in a row. And yes. I don't know how you can fix four in a row. Um, and, and so yeah. that's where I'm, I'm sitting going, you guys just are losing. Like, badly. Even as, as though yeah. Cinderella, the ball, it's after midnight. And it's going to be sad if Paul goes up because they started off really well. And I'm looking at momentum. JSK has some momentum. Uh, they come out of a week where they've won two out of three and a big qualifier against Durban Super Giants chasing down 203, which was also one of the, I think it's the highest chase in T20s at the Wanderers. Um, and so for me, I look at that going, okay, fine. Um, that list deploy, you know, you have to proceed opening partnership works. And it works well, and I think they might uh, the Paul Rose might find themselves in a little bit of trouble um, going forward. It just seems like everyone's just all form at the wrong time. Uh, but um, it is the big time; it is the playoffs, so there might um, there might be uh, something that um, that they can do. But it's an intriguing contest, and because Joburg Super Giants have played horrible, Super Kings have played horrible all year, all season long, but they found themselves in. And it's somehow funny that the guy who sneaks in might be the one that goes on to win it in terms of nice match. Um, so we'll see how that's going to go. Um, but yeah, so that's essentially what do you think is going to happen in this game? I, 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 I agree. I agree. Momentum is very important, particularly in the T20 format. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with JSK. Again, if, if Paul are going to win, it's going to be a one-man show. If they, if Miller and Butler don't come off, game over. Yeah. Finish, mm. finish the club. It doesn't matter what happens. It's over. That's yeah. the problem no. at the moment. It's those guys. If they go and they score runs, they win the game. If they don't, they fail. Mm-hmm. That's the problem for the moment. The moment. Uh, when we did the preview, we did say that they were a little bit light. We said that. We said they got a great bowling lineup, and I thought that they got mm. a great bowling lineup. Um, but they're a little bit lighter that batting. That's that's the issue for me um, going forward. It, it needs it needs a seventy five or forty from Mitchell. And I we, we, yeah we, we we gave him the plaudits on that, in that game when he played it. But since then he hasn't really found his form, and, and nobody else has been been, it's been scoring runs. So JSK JSK if made the right changes at the right time. They might not have worked out, but the point is they made them. They said they needed to make a change. They made a change. And they are favourites for me. The well, yeah. I think Gerald's still out. Um, so I don't think there's a chance for him to come in. But if he was fit, do you move do you move Lazard out for Gerald? No. 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 I'm yeah. going with the winning team. I'm rewarded the guys for sticking it in. And mm. uh I I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not making that change. Um Lazard has been a tad expensive at times, but he's been a wicket taker. He just takes wickets, yeah, and he finished the se- the, the regular season top of the wicket taking list. So yeah. it's going to be quite uh, an interesting game. And then obviously the loser of the game of the eliminator will on Thursday meet the lo- the winner of the eliminator. Sorry, will meet the loser of the qualifier at the Wanderers on Thursday. Um, so effectively, you play on Wednesday. You play on Thursday because you came in third and fourth. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's going to be an interesting game as well. And then they'll be playing for the right to meet whoever wins tomorrow's game in the final. Tim, of the four teams that are left, who are you picking for the final? Okay, so Sunrise. Sunrise are, are definitely in that final. I think that's... Okay. A, that's a, that's a so for me. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. gonna. Class is gonna fail for the first time in I don't know how long. Um, and now I'm gonna so go. Gonna I'm gonna go. JSK. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go Jess K. I'm gonna Jess. The Clausen's gonna have a very bad week this week. Um, it seems coming from Tim, so he's gonna have one bad week out of the 52, and then happens now. Um, I tend to agree with Tim. I think it might be a JSK SEC final, and then then the question is obviously, can you win? You've got a team that's already in the final that's won it before, and a team trying to win it with a lot of experience, and that's gonna be it. Could be an interesting game. So we'll, we'll, we'll it's gonna be interesting. We can you you should check it out. Let's have a look at some of the stats at the end of the regular season. Ryan Rickleton finishing with 530 runs, a top run scorer, a hundred and 20, 132 runs away from the next guy, which was Josh Butler. Matthew Bretzka's on 383. He tried to be like, also to um, approach his opener. No, 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 no. no. Hanno Klaassen, 350. Imagine if they batted Han Klaassen earlier, what that number would have looked like. Rossi van der Dissen at the top. Elias Duploy, John John Smuts, Calvarena, um, Will Jacks, Jordan Henderson. A lot of the guys here have, some of the guys here have only played a few, like Kyle Verena's played a few a few less games than, than everyone else. So it's really good to see Kyle um, top of the, in, the, in the top 10 run scorers. From a wickets taking perspective, Lazard Williams, 15 wickets, um, with Dan Worrell um, as well. Wayne Parnell coming in at 14, Lungi Ngiti on 13. I think Lungi's been on 13 for two weeks now. Um, kind of feels like he hasn't taken a wicket in two weeks, um, which is kind of weird. But I know he hasn't. But yeah, and then Othniel Bartman on twelve. I expected a little bit more from him, but Dan Worrell took a whole lot more. Nur Ahmed, he played half the games. He's gonna go home as well. Took a fifer. He's on twelve points, twelve wickets. He's Topley, Keshav Maharaj, Mark Anson, Marcus Doinis, who's leaving, only to be joined by another spinner, Tim. That's Ashton Agar. <laughs> For the sunrise, uh, it looks like Zulu loves these Australians, man. I love the fact that we are getting Australians in their season. That is, that is, I think it's telling. I think we're getting, and we're not getting guys that are, have been retired for like three years and just mm -hmm. looking for their pensions. We're looking, we're getting good guys who are at the top of their games. That, I think it's a, it's a great thing. Just to, just to point out for me, the most important thing from the stats perspective perspective was the baddest so last mm. season we struggled as, as the locals the locals struggled in as a whole it was yes. just the, the season approaches that were doing well if you look at the baddest so you got rickleton britsky Klaassen, uh russi smuts verena uh, yeah, so all those guys, all those guys are striking the ball at 140 plus. Last season we didn't see that. Last season yes. it was 120s, you know, mid 120s. That is a huge plus when you get people like Bretsky coming through, uh, Verena. Uh, that's a huge plus for for the local players. Has Riza lost a spot in the T20 side after this? There is an element that you stick with an incumbent. There is an element of that. It's just a matter of how long that theory lasts. Um, Unless if Riza has a game tomorrow. T or T20 cricket is a... It, it, it has a recency bias as well, in, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so if he plays tomorrow and he makes 70, right, okay, that then he's in. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's how it goes. Um, he's it, it's it's now become a discussion. I think pre is it twenty? It was not a discussion. He was playing. It's now become a discussion. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what to see how Rob picks his, his team to go to America. Um, okay, MVP of the week, Tim. Who's your guy? I'm gonna go, even though he's he's, he's um gonna have a bad week coming up i'm gonna go Clarson. i'm gonna go heinrich the pressure the manner the butting down the order the the manner in in, in where the team is is where he finds himself where he finds the team the team was never it's never actually cruising often the mm. team is not cruising and that is why I, I give an extra weight in those runs. They were not, you know, 70, 80, 90 runs. It was 30 here and 40 there. But it was 30 and 40 
strike rating of 180 plus. Mm. Um, so for me, it's it's all those combinations. It's Heinrich. It was difficult to pick pick this week, um, but I think because I think I'm predicting he's going to have a fail. I'm predicting it's it's going to be Heinrich for me. I'm going to go with Faf. Uh, he heated the I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed call that I made last week. Um, he scored two half centuries this week, opening, leading from the front, leading his team into the playoffs, knowing they needed 204 to win at the Wonders. He stepped up, he fronted up, he batted um, really well. Freakish wicket to lose, but um, he he played uh, in a really, really great innings. The other guy I'd have picked was Lewis Deploy. I thought Lewis this week was really great um, in getting the JSK uh, through the door. So um, that's the MVP of the week. Next one, innings of the week, Tim. Who's your guy? It's 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 from a team that are out. That's the Kyle's hundred, hundred and sixteen, <laughs> not yes. out of fifty-two. Uh, um, yes, man alive, man alive. I, we knew he was a stroke maker. We knew he scored, tended to score quickly. Mm. But that innings, that innings, I was not sure. I I thought that 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 innings was there in his locker. Mm. Um, man alive, the guy. The game was done and dusted. They still ended up losing, chasing the 248. But bad alive was that gave them innings a and a Yes, it was an innings and a half. Um, and they were only yeah. like 20, 25 short in the end. But bad alive, uh, that, yeah. that innings had everything. Absolutely now, everything. We, we should all be apologizing to Carl. We were unfamiliar with your game. Um, another another sneaky option for the World Cup is Calvarena um, as well. Um, innings of the week for me, he lost, but I was so entertained by this. Um, Nur Ahmed against the JSK when he got two for 16 with that over of one run in the 17th. He was, oh my word, unplayable. Like it was like watching Rashid Khan seven years ago. Just nobody knew what to do with him, and like to concede only one run in the back end of a T20 with batsmen who were set said a lot for me. And he, they like I know the the, the Afghan players might be leaving for the playoffs, but he needs to stay. Like if DSG have a chance at winning this thing. He's the guy who needs to stay, and I kind of think that's why they bought Ashton Agar because I think one of them might be going. Um, well, I think both of them might be going for that uh, ODI series that Afghanistan will be playing against. I think it's Sri Lanka. So, yeah, he was that that it, like it wasn't a losing cause, and it kind of brought Durban Super Giants back in, and then they fast bowlers threw it all away. So, yeah, it was unbelievable to watch. Um, I think he just used every trick in the book. So that that is innings of the week. Who was your surprise of the week, Tim? Um. Let me give a look, see if I got here. Um, it's not so much a surprise, I guess, but more a... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I've got one here. Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes. Mm -hmm. it, it was it was Patrick Berger. Patrick Berger. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he's getting games. He's got games at the back end of the tournament. And it's one of those guys who has done a lot of uh, good good stuff domestically, come from yeah. the system. 26 of 7, boys. 26 of 7 deliveries. And they went on to win that game. Uh, yeah. There were obviously reasons for it, but 26 of 7. And, and, and just, yeah, really, really, really pleased for him. Yeah, so look, I think in a week when Marco Janssen scored 71 of 30, who was my one of my picks for surprise of the week, uh, Patrick Kruger had an incredible week with bat and ball. Um, and and he, he put himself up there as a guy who should be getting millions in this tournament. He's, he's a guy you want, right? He's good in the middle order. And for the, where the level of cricket this is, he's, he's, he, he's at home for this. And so I'm really happy for that. My surprise of the week is Junior Dala, 5 for 26. Um, he might kind of become very important for them uh, in the playoffs. Um, and 
I was really happy with him. He had a really all-round performance. He also fielded well. He was just everywhere. And he doesn't get a lot of game time. But to come out in your first game in the SA20 and to take five for 26, that that tells me so much about you and as a cricketer and everything else. And, yeah, I, I was really impressed by him. I thought, um, you know... It's that whole adage of keeping yourself ready. And he was ready and he took his opportunity. Didn't play again in that week, which, again, surprised me. But, um, yeah, played really... Because I look at Naveen Hawk and I was like, mm, no, 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 no. Um, no, he hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't been great. But Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. I was, yes, just, I, was gonna, I was just going to say that that's what we want. We want guys that we know, you and I know, very, very well. When they get their chance to take it. Yeah, Patrick Thomas Kruger, Kaber, Patrick Kruger, Thomas Kaber, Tunadala, got Lizard. their chance, and, they, and they, they've taken it. Yes, that's, that's Lazard Williams, that's, top of the wicket-taking list. He 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 should be in America as a, as a cover for the bowlers because he is that good. Uh, he's really, really good. Um, I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed. Who are you throwing this to this week? It's the Power Royals. It's the Power Royals' entire unit. Coaching, batting, bowling, the whole bunch. They yeah. were looking so good at the end of last week. They were looking prime for the top two spots. They were in a good position. They had arguably the best bowling uh, unit in the competition. They were, had Butler flying. They had Miller flying. They had Mitchell from Puren, who was finding form. They were clicking, and the wheels just fell off. The yeah. wheels just fell off. So I'm not mad, because you know, they're not really my team as such, but I am disappointed in, in that the way that the wheels have come off. Yeah. My I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed goes to MI Cape Town. That's such a golden chance of, of, of qualifying, playing at home, and they just didn't have it in them. Um, yes, uh, we spoke about Karen Pollard's deficiencies as captain, having Thomas Cable on the field, but still not bowling him. At home, at Newlands, it's made no sense. And it's a waste of a season for Ryan Rickleton. That's the thing that irritates me the most. The guy scored 530 runs. He has no more chance of scoring any more runs, and I don't think he'll ever be caught by anyone. But for me, it was, this is a type of a season where, you know, he can win it for you. All you needed to do was get into the playoffs, and Ryan could have actually won it for them. And that's my frustration was, when you have the best player in the league, and he is the best player in the league, you can't waste such a season. You cannot. And it feels like a season wasted. Not for Ryan, because Ryan's going to be a multimillionaire. But, yeah, for me, in my Cape Town, Robbie P, really disappointed. I'm not mad, because I know it's hard. But, yeah, recruitment-wise, yeah, I, I think we just need to think a little bit more. Great call on Thomas Caber, by the way. I love that. Play him more. In, without Rashid Khan, just it's it's for me it's it's, it's a no-brainer and yeah look yeah it, it is what it is. Uh, Pretoria Capitals, you know what you did. I'm actually not even disappointed. I'm not even mad. I'm like yeah, well, you, you punished us last year. You couldn't win. Well, you know, and they and after the auction, they looked like they were a very good side. So that's something that was quite a quite an intriguing one. Okay, Tim, we're about to end. The final is going to be next week Saturday. In Cape Town, everybody, please enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the cricket this week. The Proteas are hopefully going to be fighting hard. Good luck to them. Um, Proteas women, good luck to you in that um, in that uh, ODI series in Australia. And to Juan James and his men there in Benoni now. Uh, they were actually in, uh, at the SA20 game on Saturday, um, looking all fly in their little, um, uh, what is it, team... Uh, shirts, whatever. It was no, no. It's too hot to wear tracksuits in Johannesburg in this time of year. Um, it was like those, you know, those those traveling traveling kits. You know, just a golf shirt and and shorts and and tackies. Um, and they were <laughs> they were being egged on by these idiots of these supporters. The guys are, like, oh yes, you and the under nineteen. Like, oh, 
sometimes cricket fans. Come on, guys. No. But it's good. They're getting exposure. But good luck to you guys. It's a semi-final. Please beat India. Please, please, please beat India. If you do that and you're in that final, best believe you're going to have a packed house on Sunday. Packed, packed house on Sunday in Benoni. Um, and if it is against Australia, what a final is that? My only problem is I'm hoping, it, I wish it was at a better ground. Um, <laughs> but there's nothing we can do about that now unless we send them to the Wanderers. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, outside of that, Tim, have a great week. Uh, to everyone, enjoy the cricket. We watch all of it. There's, uh, we've, got, we've got every South African international team playing right now, apart from the under-19 women. So you've got everything to watch. Outside of that, it's goodbye and lasale kakahiso.